You're listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. realize there's no characters in this book like I put a section in the notes where I was like you know new character introductions and there hasn't been a new character introduction since Lucian and Alice other than like random fairies I was like this is bananas I know you would always be like okay it's still in third person and I'm like okay at the end of the episodes I'm like yeah yeah sure is sure (laughs) is i promise you well what's sad is all of the best characters my -hmm, personal mm -hmm. favorite characters don't even enter the series until book two okay but they seem like they're so important and pivotal to the plot that i'm like where are they (laughs) but they're not here because we're only going four chapters at a time i know sorry end of rant end of rant well hello everyone Welcome to a pod of mass and methods. Mm. I'm Marjorie. I have never read anything by Sarah J. Moss until this podcast, but I'm bringing all of my book nerd energy um, into the experience. Library. Author. Published author. Marjorie. But not not like. Not Sarah J. J. Moss published. (laughs) I'm Allie. I love Sarah J. Mass. I've mm-hmm. read everything she's written, even the hidden bonus chapters online. Burr, 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 burr. Go find them. And I also read a lot of the fan fiction. <laughs> and we're sisters, so it's cute. And we live together, which is even cuter. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to share a bed. And I don't hunt okay, to we, keep Marjorie alive. Oh, I was going to be like, is this a weird reference to us having bunk beds when we were kids? But no, no, it was, it was a reference to, to the, the Archeron sisters. They're not a good example of sisters. No, they Just are not. They are not. Her Farah's found family will be better in the mm-hmm. future. Okay. Um, tonight we are discussing chapters 13 through 16 with the same exact three characters that we've been with for this entire <laughs> series. Story. Welcome to Ooh, our podmast. I think we're getting better at it. We're getting better at the intro. Everybody tell us how you feel about it. Yeah. Tell us how you feel. Okay. Should there be a T at the end? Podmast. Oh, okay, because it's a podcast. All right. Podmast. I've been, un- the last few weeks, I've been like, why is she saying with the T? And now it clicked. <laughs> it's a podmast. Okay. A podmast. Got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Finally. We. I'm smart, I swear. Are here. Mm. Five sentence summary. I start this week. Oh, I always forget this part. Feyre is in the study trying to write a letter home. And she looks at a fancy painted map and drops a bunch of geopolitical knowledge on us. Then she acquires Lucian's help to trap an all-knowing fairy. And then it all goes wrong and she almost dies. And then Tamler's Tamler. 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 And then Tamler saves her. The end. Can I be a better fairy? (laughs) Tamler. (laughs) Perfect. I love that. Is that what happens? Yeah, Yeah, he's Tamler. Tamler. Lucian is Joey. (laughs) 
<laughs> we just have to find Ross. Um, okay, yeah, absolutely. So we were in the study. We saw a painting. Mm-hmm. We saw the surreal. S- surreal. The Naga came after her. Tamlin saves her. That's, that's our five lot, sentence summary. Yeah, that's a lot of drama. It's a lot of drama. It's, it's, yeah. More drama than in the past. It is. It actually is. I was complaining okay. in the kitchen earlier, but it's not actually true about this. These couple chapters. Yeah. Um, All right. So I'm in charge of chapter thirteen yes, you are. this evening. I have so many notes. And <laughs> wonderful. I called it field trip to Prithian's Library of Congress. <laughs> I called it a brief history of the geopolitics of fairyland. Perfect. Okay. I love it because that's exactly what this chapter is oh all the a painting. Yes. So first I'll do my very brief summary and I actually wrote this out this week so it was quicker and then we can go right into chapter discussion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my summer summary is we start off right where we left off with Feyre entering the study. We learn more about her difficulty with illiteracy. Mm-hmm. We learn about Prithian because of this big mural. And then we decide to go to Lucian to figure out how to capture the surreal. Yes. That's the summary. That's what happens a, in this yeah, chapter. It's a long chapter. That was pretty succinct though, right? That is succinct. I did my best job yeah. ever. So now let's just jump into chapter discussion. Okay. I'm going to start with she enters with Tamlin. And he sparks these candles. And this is the first time we've seen any power other than shape-shifting from him. That is true. I, I took a note that she mentioned that it doesn't seem like his magic is affected a lot by the blight compared to what is supposed to be. Like what other people's magic yeah, is affected. So obviously he's supposed to be like super strong. Yeah, stronger than the, the others. Typical. Yeah, absolutely. She does uh, make that comment in her head. Mm-hmm. I also love this kind of like backstory on why Feyre is illiterate because before it was just like she's poor and now it's like her mom didn't bother to get her a governess after teaching the two older girls. Right. And after they they got poor, the older girls were like, don't go to that shitty public school. And it kind of um, follows on some of the points you've made in previous episodes um, about her not being a reader breaking from that like YA girl tradition of being like a passionate reader being like Belle incarnate um also helps differentiate it from the most iconic version of Belle from Beauty and the Beast so it actually is something I think is um I like it I absolutely love it and I think Sarah J Mass either knows someone well who Mm -hmm. struggles with reading or um, has struggled with reading herself mm-hmm. at some point because the words she picks that Feyre is putting on this list are ones that are very difficult. Like, oh, okay. the word position has a T in it, and T makes the T sound, but position doesn't make that sound. So, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, for somebody who's trying to sound out words, that is a hard word. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love ex- it. You're the expert on this. I am. I am. And I, so I am a struggling reader slash M slash have been my entire life a struggling reader coded for my educators out there. I would currently be coded OHI, other health impaired for learning disability, mm-hmm. dyslexia. It's like a big, yes. com- like a long yes. list of codings that would go with my name. But I, the words she chose have mm-hmm. letters that mean or that make multiple sounds. Right. And I was like, good for you for actually looking into this. Yeah, I like it. I was proud of that. I like the detail. Uh And you added a whole layer to that that I didn't realize. Yeah, when sounding words out. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so she's meandering. Oh, she loves the meander. (laughs) (laughs) Fayra loves to meander, but when you've got eternity, 
in this fairyland. I guess. She doesn't yeah. have a job. They say do whatever you want. And she's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't know. So she's meandering. Okay. Can we get to the mural? Let's, I have so much thoughts on the mural. Please talk to me about the okay. mural. Okay. All right, so obviously we have, like, the – it starts off with the, like, Prithian creation story, and there's a cauldron. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. So you brought up the cauldron earlier, I know, and I, I had know. to pinch my lips shut. I was shut. like, what is the cauldron? What is the cauldron? Is it some sort of, like, coven or whatever? But no, it's like – I wouldn't call it necessarily heaven. It's like – I feel like a lot of um, creation stories from different mythologies have something that's, like, pouring out stuff. And they said held by a woman's hands, mm. which I adore because cauldrons are associated with cooking, with witch brewing, right. with making remedies, with brewing beer, which were all female okay. tasks. Okay. So it reminds me because there's also a mysterious her in this situation. There is so, a mysterious her. A mysterious her. And I was continuing. Not her like H-E-R, the singer. No. Just a, her, a different her. her at large. An unnamed, an, an unnamed her. Got it. And um, I was also still reading a short history fantasy today and it brought up fairies and tamlin again and it mentioned the stories how there's like a high queen fae and i was like oh, is this the answer maybe it is could be i can't tell you whether it is or I is know. not but um thinking of that um i did have a little i did have a little gripe. question or a, a question gri- a gripe. Gripe okay, question. gripe okay is the word right word is I feel like some points it's like, oh, Feyre doesn't know much about fairies. Humans don't know much about fairies anymore. We haven't had t- much interaction with them. And then on the flip side, there's a chapter like this where it's like, how does she know all this? How is this coming from her head? All these details about stuff, especially stuff that happened after the fact of mm, the war. The wall like, going up. There'd be a war. And then she's like, look how they're split up. Look at this. Look at that. And I, 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 I feel like this was the biggest example, and I feel like it's been inconsistent in the chapters. I don't know what we're told she doesn't know stuff, and there's also moments where it's obviously she doesn't know stuff, and it's written into the plot purposefully, and there's other times she just also knows other really detailed stuff. Yeah, the I way, I think the way that I take it, like, I, so let's say I go to, like, like, I totally see what you're saying. I think that when I'm thinking about it, if I go to, like, a Civil War mm-hmm. museum, that's how I picture this huge, prol- sprawling mural that takes up an entire wall. I can look at it and say, okay, the people in the gray are the, you know, south. The people in the blue are the north. I know that this group wanted slavery and this group didn't. But when it gets down to, like, nitty-gritty details, there's a lot of things I don't know about the Civil War. So we Like think how she, they load their guns. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> okay. I think at large, she understands the basic okay. backdrop and okay. that, yeah, but I don't think she understands the, the details woven in. I don't know if that helps, but I pictured this, like, okay. going to a museum and seeing a mural. All right. It just seems like she was stating it like she knew. Mm-hmm. The whole time. I wonder also, too, if it is just a device by which, like, oh, J.K. Rowling used to spew information through a device. Hermione, it's a right? information. I mean, info dump is sort of has a negative connotation in, like, mm-hmm. writing and reading circles, but sometimes it just has to happen. Right. You need information So this was a big information dump to yeah. set the stage. And obviously it's crucial. That's probably why I took so many notes. And I was like, oh, is that? Hmm. But it didn't explain everything yet. I think 
I, I do appreciate, I do really appreciate when stories don't try to overexplain everything at the beginning to set up the stakes in the world. Absolutely. I think some stories underestimate, underestimate the reader or they're so anxious to get all their cool world building out. It's just like blah right at the beginning. And it's like a lot of tension can just be had by withholding information that a character doesn't have and revealing it slowly and letting the reader try to make connect the pieces. Yeah, I I mean I do like that. I really like when they slowly layer things on mm-hmm. and you get to piece it together like by yourself. And it it does feel like with Lucian and Tamlin when you hear like when she's like accidentally over eavesdropping and not exploiting those situations as much as she really should be <laughs> is that you are getting these details where it's like this is a lived in world. They're not like the world the author has thought about the world and the implications and you're just getting these tidbits off the surface it's like there's an iceberg metaphor for writing where it's like this is above the water you see just a little bit Mm -hmm. of the story and underneath is the big of the water is the big iceberg of context right that is supporting it um kind of like that well and i think that's really interesting so one thing about sarah Mm -hmm. is and this isn't going to give anything away but the first the fourth book frost and starlight Mm -hmm. Um, was not originally meant to be published. She wrote it to get to know the characters better before she wrote Silver Flames. So the fourth book of this? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it wasn't going to be published. It was just going to be, it was going to be a trilogy. And then she was going to do some offshoot things. Okay. And then she wrote the fourth one to get to know the other characters and then ended up publishing it. So it was like she was world building in her mind. So I imagine she did that. Right. Like before this right. story before was like, okay, there's going to be a winter, a summer, oh, yeah. an autumn, a spring, a dawn, a day, a night. Mm-hmm. Which, why is there a dawn and not an evening? You know what I just posted on Twitter like 20 <laughs> minutes ago? What? I said, when does afternoon turn into evening? I think it's 6 p.m. What about twilight? I feel like twilight is... Twilight is like a subcategory. It's a vampire like, novel. Like dusk and twilight are like okay. subcategories of, of evening. evening. They're like more detailed times. But isn't so dawn is a subcategory of morning? Yes. Okay. And day think. is just full day. Day is full day. Dawn is when the the sun crests over the horizon. Sure, sure, sure. Dusk is when it goes Down. below. Okay. Twilight is that moment where it's like now where it's like the sun is gone, but there's still just a little bit of light I lighting see. up the sky. I see. I see. Maybe a little lighter than outside. Sorry, people. You can't see what it looks <laughs> you like can't outside see what it right looks now. Like in the Eastern <laughs> but Standard that's, Time. That's what I would say the differentiations are. Yeah. Okay. I think that's true. I I love that she picked seven. There's seven different courts. We all know seven has but so many give things. Me an answer. What time does afternoon turn into evening? Six p.m. Right? You wouldn't sit, call six p.m. afternoon. Yeah, you're right. But I might call. No, I might say five. I would call four afternoon. See, I would call. But like, not five. I think 530 is like late afternoon. Okay. And okay, then transition time is like six is really the true tra- transition. That's fair. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, but I always forget. Okay, I no, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> I always forget Dawn Court. Like when I'm listing them, I'm like, and what other one is there? Because mm-hmm. I forget that like Dawn's a thing. Um, <laughs> like you, you wake up at like 5 p.m. You shouldn't be forgetting. You're, you're 5 a.m.? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't wake you, up at 5 p.m. <laughs> you wake up at like 5 a.m. You're not a person who like sleeps yeah, through it. I see the sunrise every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also love that there's this mountain in the middle. And this is the first time I caught 
that spring court gave up more territory than anyone to the humans. I had never oh. caught that line before. Okay. Um, so I have thoughts about all that stuff. So we Tell me. see, we see um, a lot of the things split up. And it's like, oh, now all these courts are like shoved uncomfortably together which also Farah, do not feel sympathy for your colonizers okay <laughs> it's oh my god they don't have as much land as they used to they could deal with it they'll be but fine also, more importantly is the political strife that comes from that i'm like right. oh there's probably a lot of border disputes there's probably a lot of power struggle you're she's looking so excited right now mm-hmm. i'm getting it down so it's like okay i see what this is setting up in a bigger picture i did have a question I call this the comma question, really, because it really depends on whether she has placed the comma in the right place. That is Miss Moss, if she has placed the comma in the right place. Were all of the high fay courts, did they all used to originally be south of the wall? And I'm asking this because of a very particular comma. I have a tab here and everything. Um, maybe I do. <laughs> I love this. Marjorie is here to party tonight <laughs> I, with her tabs I and her white wine. to find this. It, okay. I'm going to tell you that it might be in, okay, I am not 100% sure if they were all below the wall at one point, but land below the wall okay. did belong oh, yeah. to fairies. This was this tab. Okay, I was, read it. It was, it did. Okay, because it says, northern territories have been cut up and divided to make room for the high fae, comma, who had lost their lands to the south of the wall, which I believe implies because there's a comma after Haifei, it's a clarifying clause who had lost it. Yes. Which implies, maybe doesn't, now that I think about it, the moment I was reading it, I was like, is it all? That's confusing. But it sounds like the ones that were north were eventually below. If it didn't have a comma, I would, it would be saying it together. I don't know all the grammatical terms for being a writer. For being a writer, I still don't know all the grammatical terms, but if it didn't have a comma, it would have a different implication as it did have as if it didn't have didn't right. Have so comma. it would be almost like one of them is saying all of them were below. And the one wall. of them is saying the subcategory of high fae who were below the wall lost their land. As one is saying high fae who all of course used to be below the wall. And I don't know which one. So some of them were. Yeah. Some of them were. I, I I'm, yes. I'm, My I'm, implication is that land that was excited me so much. Today. I was <laughs> like, is this what I think it means, or is it not what I think this it means? One comma. Am I reading too much to it? Is this gr- grammar or just how I Angelica, perceive grammar? Angelica, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. It is. It is an Angelica, my dearest. With Angelica, a, with a comma after dearest. Mm-hmm. You wrote my dearest. Angelica. Angelica perfect. You wrote my day. Who under the <laughs> wall? Who's under the wall? Um, yeah, I don't know which um, it is. I believe that there are different courts owned land under the wall, mm-hmm. and it was given to the humans, and then other courts were cut up to give them space. Give them space. Oh, so that's even more drama. That's what it sounds like to me. But this is five, all five hundred years ago. During yeah. the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During but, the war. Oh, people don't give up on that stuff. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Especially okay. when they're all still I mean, alive. It probably doesn't matter, but <laughs> some of them were underneath the wall, but, but or south of the wall. Sure. Some of them were south of the wall. They had to move up north of the wall. It had to co- create new territories. Terri- it's going to create drama and geopolitical drama. 
Yeah. It was interesting. I, um, oh, there's it, a lot of interesting stuff from that. There is. I thought it was great. I loved um, the, the play. They're telling you about the placements of the courts. You know, they're telling you about um, who, I, again, this is the first time I picked up that the spring lost the most. Um, but uh, then Tamlin comes back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he is trying to help her write. He, again, is being so kind. Like, he's not judging her for being illiterate. But then she is just so prideful. But I do love when it says, I interrupted quietly but not softly. Mm. Like, I think that is a very powerful way to be like, please stop trying to help me. So the note I wrote, literally, I'm quoting myself right now from my notebook, my little notebook. Pharaoh rebukes Tamlin's help and picks a fight and then finds him in the wrong. <laughs> you mean she's me? I love to do that. You. It's you. I'm the problem. The it's problem. me. It's you. But, like, I understand on the flip side that, like, this is something you might be, like, very sensitive about. Right. And it's, so even though she um is obviously justifying it in the text, like, I just don't want him to know what I'm writing about. It's clearly based in, like, there's a little, like, sore spot, a sensitivity, a vulnerability, where it's, like, that kind of justifies that she snapped, that you just have to pick that up. Absolutely. Because then, I mean, you have her repeating Mm -hmm. in her head the evil things that Nesta has said to her. Mm. Nesta. Like, yeah, she doesn't think very kindly of herself. Her, as yeah. much as I've complained about Farrah. This poor girl. This girly, girly. She's a little pep talk. She's a little pep talk. You are pretty, you are smart, you are capable. You do not you yield. You ditch your family. Toxic, <laughs> go no contact. <laughs> toxic family, toxic family. Toxic family. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, she picks up and goes to Lucian's bedroom. Okay, I wrote Lucian, autumn colors. That's oh, my notes. Lucian has autumn colors. What a great aesthetic. I'm Lucian this evening. Oh, no, that's exactly what she's wearing. <laughs> I'm, wearing I'm wearing my Lucian outfit tonight. Um, yeah, it just happens always to be. always wearing your Lucian outfit. I know. Outfit. It just happens to be fall in Maryland, and I'm a fall-loving Sagittarius. You're also just an autumn in, like, in, coloring. Yes, yes. My, my skin's a little darker. My hair's a little darker. My no, eyes brown, are a little brown, darker. Brown, brown, tan. Brown, 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 tan. Um, yeah, I, she gets there, and he welcomes her in. And this goes back to my earlier comment. He's like, come in, human, before she even knocks on the door where, like, he could hear her breathing pattern before Mm -hmm, she got mm -hmm. there. He knew she was in that dining room with Tamlin. He could not, he was not that upset about Andrus that he could not hear another human when he can hear her coming from a mile away. Come on. Loosh. Loosey, loosh, loosh, boy. Lucy Lou. (laughs) Exactly. As we call him. Well, (laughs) as we call him. Lucy Lou, (laughs) the famous actress. Um, Yeah, I don't, I just, that is something that's Mm. interesting to me. And he says, Tamlin bit my head off because she defended Lucian in the library earlier. Mm. This is more into that little Tamlin-Lucian situation. He's a little sensitive. And then Mm. they have the cutest sarcastic conversation. Like, I have a friend of a friend who wants to find a cereal. They're just talking so... It's like there's no pretense, but also you can't, either of them can't quite say the I truth. Love it. I love it. You know, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple etymology connections. Okay. Um, one I already said about the cauldron. Another is the rose garden being right outside the window is First Lady Banana Talk. So if you're from America, there is a rose garden outside the window of the First Lady's closet. Well, it's, it's all about the garden in our 
OG at Beauty and the Beast. You need That's true. You the need roses. the roses. You need the you roses. You need the roses if it's not going to be a plot element, which I don't yeah. think I don't think there's a rose anywhere in somewhere, but uh mm-hmm. um you got to have the 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 little got to have history. the nods yeah. to it. Um we already talked about the mural. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of the dead chicken. Obviously that reminds me of Ginny Weasley with the basilisk from Harry Potter slaughtering the chickens and writing about mudbloods on the wall. I was like this is absolutely. But also in Arabic culture <laughs> ghouls would feast on flesh and dead chickens Mm. so that is something that's true and then also one thing he tells her is that surreals hate crossing water Mm -hmm. and in mythology vampires cannot cross running water due to their purity Mm. so and i've seen that i've seen that expanded in other areas media Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. like those horses in lord of the rings what are they called the Nazgul? Yeah. <laughs> they stop and they're like, yeah. on the other and side I of the also, water. And then Elsa's like, into the unknown. I did read this book over lockdown that wasn't particularly good. It's called The Demon's Lexicon. And mm-hmm. the person had demon blood and they got sick whenever they were like on a ferry crossing water. Oh, neat. It's too bad. It, so Did they just get say, motion sickness? Or yeah, they were demon? like, I got really <laughs> sick. And like that's, that's a big surprise at the end of book one. And... Okay, divergent, diverging time. So this is a series that I think when Harry Potter first came out was like one that was like read alikes or recommends for oh. kids who like Harry Potter, like in library world. And I finally got around to reading it because I read a book. This is the first book this author had published, Sarah Reese Brennan. And I did not like it at all. Oh. But year, but before I had ever read this, I read a book she had written much, much, much later in her career called In Other Lands, which I absolutely adore. So, so sometimes it depends. It, a book written by someone who's a little baby writer is not your favorite. It does not mean you can't like something later in their career. Right. So they get better. People change. Only, yeah, exactly. So I, and I keep recommend that's on recommendation list. I've okay. given to you. Mature up. Ones. Mature it's up, so, everybody. It's so funny. It's so good. You'd love it. There are elves that live in a matriarchal society and it's. And, um, that's you mean like, my dream world? It's one of the my plot dream points, world. And it's just so it's like both very poignant, but it's also because it's like a humorous, like uh-huh. almost like a send-up fantasy parody in a bit. Um, and they're so funny because it like it takes all of what the excuses of like sexism and misogyny our world has. It just like flips above the head. Perfect. It's like, oh yeah, of course women are stronger. They have their periods. It means they because they strongly bleed every but like things like that. And it's I love like, it. I love it. It's great. Do you have a quote? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's actually relevant to, though I do have to say before we get to quotes, and, and, and situation. How many? Wild. So there was six this chapter, but there was two that had four words. And, 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 and. and. Yes. Uh, we had crimson and pink and white and yellow and nigh but a page later ruled by <laughs> King. <laughs> Oh. ruled by kings or queens or councils or empresses perfect that's t- girl it just use jews or commas and make it a, a goddamn list okay okay, okay. I, you hate it i think maybe farah's brain is just like crazy cataloging <laughs> she doesn't know about the and, 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 and maybe well obviously we know she doesn't, can't she read. doesn't know about commas she doesn't know how to commas. She doesn't know she's how to never commas. punctuated um okay right, so, so i do have a, i do have a quote go for it and I hate the smell of these books, the decaying rot of the pages, the mocking whisper of the paper, the rough skin of the binding. I love it. 
That's a great like it's I I remember great. hearing that hating the smell of books because most people love it's the opposite the smell of books <sighs> yeah but it's not about her actually hating it it's about hating that it's inaccessible to her well my quote comes from the same thing very personal again mm-hmm. said I looked at the piece of paper at all those words I didn't know that quote kills me because it literally like that happens mm-hmm. I think it happens to people who speak. Um, not the native language of the country they're living in. It happens to people who like are just not good mm. readers. You stare at a page and it just becomes overwhelming. I do have one more quote. Do it. That's a funny one. Good. So it says, maybe I was a fool for not accepting his help. And in the margin I wrote, as you can see, yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dummy. <laughs> Okay, okay, so we've got to move to chapter 14 because we're 30 minutes in. <laughs> well, this is the most exciting chapter of yes. the bunch. I'll tell you, other s- chapters would have had action scenes, but this was the one that was the most interesting. It had the most by di- far most information, too. Okay. Okay. So, chapter 14, that's you, girl. For- chapter 14. So, the title I gave it is. We're off to trap with cereal. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I gave, I snared the cereal instead of I shot the sheriff. <laughs> okay. So we both went a uh, musical. Yeah, we us. did. Okay. So Vera tromps off into the forest with her dead chicken and her bows <laughs> and arrows to trap a cereal. And she actually uh, comes up with a pretty good plan. She like tests her escape route past the river. Baby's a hunter. Times. And I was like, mm, showing your competence, girl. I love it. So she catches this cereal and she starts asking it questions like, can she go home? No. <laughs> Finding out Tamlin is the high lord. I figured that was we were supposed to know, but I guess Farrah wouldn't know. But I was like, yeah, duh, of course. But of course, I'm like, this is like a fantasy robot. Of course, he's the high I was going to ask lord. if you knew or not, because I thought when I, I read assumed. it, I was like, I thought we knew that already. All right. Okay. Is it too late for the polite? And she, the cereal's only like, Tamlin will protect you. Just stay with him. And she's like, well, that's not really what I'm asking. Actually, just to clarify for future reference, the cereal said, stay with the High Lord and all will be righted. All that's oh. wrong will be righted. Okay, 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 okay. Tamla's okay, name okay, is not okay, mentioned. Okay, okay. <laughs> that is true. But then all will be righted. Mm, okay. All and that is wrong will be righted. We'll find out. We found out about by, uh, Hybrin, who is a king of this little island, which we also saw on the map. Fairy Island. Uh, Another fairy, fairy Island. island. And he was not happy with the tree treaty, and is also known as the deceiver. Oh, someone was named the deceiver, as mentioned, because I had that question mark in my book. And then she's like, "Oh, the surreal is like, oh shit, uh, cut me free, and then run because some real monsters here are here, and that are those monsters are the Naga. The Naga. Great summary. Um, yes. Okay. So, Feyre again, great little hunter. She keeps seeing all these shiny things. Oh yeah. I also wrote, I wrote down dead chicken in tow. Dead chicken in tow. <laughs> I mean, we watched uh, The Crucible not long ago. There was a dead chicken in the opening sequence. Yeah, there really is. I mean, what's her face from Stranger Things <laughs> rubs it on her face. She's really mm. got it. Um, yeah, she is doing her hunting. You're right. Her competence is amazing. Snare, water, waiting, snacking. She brought snacks. Snacks. She had a cheese stick coming along with her. Pull and peel cheese. Hard cheese, not apples. She watched crunch. Apple. <laughs> this is not a Snow White story. Okay. There's no poison apples yet. Um, and she questions to herself whilst doing this, do they ever get tired of eternal spring? What season would you get tired of? If you I had to live in it. About that now. I said, would you get tired of eternal spring? I would. Spring I would get tired of. I would not get tired of autumn or summer, but I would get tired 
of winter and spring. Um, I hate winter as soon as it happens. Be- just because it's cold. But it's no, cold and dark. I hate winter after Christmas is over. Okay, that's true. I hate winter after Christmas is over. Because <laughs> I love after Christmas. New Year's. New Year's is like Christmas 2.0. Let's sure, 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 sure. After that, it's just a miserable slog until daylight savings <laughs> makes daylight miserable happen again. It, it is. Um, yeah, spring I'd get tired of. I like spring, but it's usually because I'm like, son, you're back. And yeah. Because I love summer. I could do summer forever. But you don't work during summer. I work during summer. Summer and autumn anymore. I could do forever. Spring, autumn. I just, like... Spring does not I interest me. I like me. the change of the seasons truly, though. We live in a, we also live in a four-season climate zone. Yeah, that's the thing is we live in the tr- traditional four-season so spring, summer, winter, fall. Split up evenly by month. I did them in the wrong order. That doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, but I was very they don't interested. don't happen in the right order either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was very interested in whether or not you felt like that. She mentioned in her head, obviously the whole last chapter was about the mural. So this one she mentions in her head, she's still too scared to ask Tamlin about paint. So we've got another paint reference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did you think about the surreal? Um, she wasn't as creepy as I anticipated, but I did enjoy her. She seemed like a like a old nasty old lady. Who's you like, picture she because they just say that they don't they oh, say it say or Feyre says it. I don't know if the if the surreal has a I gender. Don't know why I, I pictured a girl too? She like a cranky old lady yeah that's uh, how i pictured her this description i I'm think sorry is if I'm misgendering her, no that's, that's okay i don't know about the vibe. i don't know about the surreal's uh gender mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but i love this description a face that looked like it had been crafted from dried weather-worn bone its mm-hmm, skin mm-hmm. either forgotten or discarded a lipless mouth and two long teeth held by blackened gums slitted holes for nostrils and eyes eyes that were nothing more than swirling pits of milky white the Mm -hmm. white of death the white of sickness the white of a clean picked corpse i did underline the white of death the white of sickness the white of a clean pick corpse because that's usually it's beautiful it's usually purity it's another switcheroo switcheroo switcheroo. and god she used commas (laughs) <laughs> not and death and a clean pick corpse and uh, sometimes i think so this is still technically grammatically incorrect but i prefer the commas without the end than too many ands i'm a I, comma queen i let commas should just be peppered in everywhere i thought that was beautiful it's great i thought it was great mm-hmm. um i also love that she's like why aren't you wearing a mask and the surreal is like i'm not spring court baby girl <laughs> yeah she's like don't you know anything you dummy dummy Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but of course the conversation gets cut off because of the naga the naga the run naga. human run free me and run mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she does say though the cheese was leaden in her stomach is that a vomit reference no no Damn. that's when like it's just like you're you're you know when you eat too much and it's hard to run because your stomach's just uh, like, yeah it's like almost like a sinking heavy feeling yeah like when you've eaten something really heavy and you're just like oh yeah mm-hmm. i couldn't really figure out the surreal because i looked it up mm-hmm. genies have to grant wishes and sphinxes ask you questions right but i couldn't find one that has to answer your questions does rumpelstiltskins have to do that what does he do Rumpkin spil- he, he weaves gold for you he does stuff he makes like tricky bargains and okay. you have to know you have to give the firstborn unless you don't figure out his name oh right so yeah that's not it i couldn't figure out, i feel like i've heard this like i can answer any question bit before mm-hmm. i don't know though and then you brought up hibern yes hi yep hibern, i likened hibern. that to hibernate because mm. they are waiting out oh 
waiting out the, the treaty, the and, treaty it's outside of the and they're angry and they're not they're in this separate place and he's a king not a high lord so nope i'll save that for predictions we'll Ooh, save it for, save predictions. It for predictions we'll okay highburn king okay. of highburn little daddy daddy up north <laughs> I don't know where the island is. There's an island off to the side, I think. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's a map. Um, a map. Um, a map. Yes, um, to the, the side. Um, the map. It's Ireland. It's Ireland. <laughs> hi, Burn. Hi, Ireland. I'm, I'm like you said in one podcast you've been on, Ireland is not <laughs> north <laughs> of England. No, that's Iceland. I'm a silly baby. No, I mean, Scotland. I think you're uh, yeah. on the same island. I don't know what I'm talking about. I love geography, and yet I know She's nothing. a history teacher, I know folks. nothing, Jon Snow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to quote it out? Are we ready to quote it out? Yes, we are. I wrote the quote, closer and closer, the silence crept. Okay. Because you took the white, white, white one already. Sorry. Here's my other one. The trees seemed to lean in. They were entwined branches locking tighter, a living cage keeping even the smallest of birds from soaring around the canopy. Beautiful. Yeah. The forest description here was beautiful. She did describe it. What did she say? She said it was old and alive. And I've been in a forest that feels like that. Uh, Yeah. I think she used the forest descriptions to build up the mood and the tension, like that cage, like you said, like the silence creeping. That's also a sentence I marked Mm -hmm. when I was reading. She used the setting descriptions to build the mood and the creepiness and the tension. It was good. It is good. It was good stuff. Is that chapter 14? And it was good. Chapter 14. Chapter 15. Did you have any vomits or painting? She painted. She said she wanted to ask Tamlin about painting, and there was no vomit, only lead and cheese in the stomach. Okay. I had six in and ands. I put in the note in the same sentence, so I think somewhere (laughs) she did it in the same sentence, but I could not find it while I was flipping through right now. And an Uh, ends. Slash later in the sentence and in an end. Yeah, I love that. Yes, I was like, girl, you're going crazy. On I me. love the way that Farah <laughs> thinks. I think she's a great thinker. I wonder if this is a Farah thing or if it's a Sarah, Sarah thing. thing, and I'll have to wait to see. We'll have to see based on like how other people talk in their heads, and then we'll have to also the other series, the other series. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> so yeah, Throne of Glass and Crescent City. We'll okay. have to take note. Okay, chapter fifteen. Chapter 15. This is you, baby. What's your, um, what's your title? I put Favorite's first chase scene. Like, oh. it's her little baby album. <laughs> right. This will um, make sense when I explain it later in mm-hmm. our discussion. But I gave Chapter 15 the title Bones, Bones, Bones. Oh, okay. <laughs> bones, Bones, Bones. Here we go. Okay. Here's my summary. The Naga are coming. They are a pack hunting the Feyre. Uh, there's an epic chase scene, and then Tamlin saves the day after Feyre happens to kill a few. Okay. Good summary. But these are he- Well, these ones I noted, I have a little dash. They are he's. Male humanoid bodies. They are male. They are he's. Nagas are he. Okay. So she frees the cereal very much in that, like, Katniss moment. I'm going to cut that one fucking rope i'm gonna save difficulty of actually doing those type of things right please but i am very very happy about that That because the surreals like i love this nuance that the surreals like if they get me they will cage me they're gonna treat me like a circus animal because i have to answer their questions Mm. please let me go and she does like that is very important Feyre does a good thing here. Good job. 
Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. her first shot. No, of course. I was like, when she started backing up, I was like, you're not freeing the cereal. <laughs> what? <laughs> but she, it's kind of those, one of those moments that's like subtle, but it defines the character. That's right. a term. It's like character defining moment. Right. Um, and I think there's the, on in it, I feel like there's two versions of this. There is like, the person who's honorable and they actually free the person. And then there's like the subversion, like anti-hero version where they're like, they betray, like they're trying towards a greater goal. And they're like, yeah, I'll get you immunity if you tell me the truth. And the person tells, confesses and they're like, yeah, sucks to be you, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. going to be some of those in this series. I, I mean, there probably <laughs> yeah. is, but yeah. she, she showed like, yeah, she did a great job. I, mm-hmm. I think she is like a, she's a protagonist at heart. Yes. Like, and that's what they were showing or what Sarah she is, is showing protagonist that's at the beginning of most fairy tales or quest stories you know the yeah beginning. and the ag- beginning again i'm gonna say this this is why she killed andres because these are the fairies that were creeping over the wall yeah she is like they're treating her like she's crazy prejudice and, and then- they're also like <laughs> don't go out there it's crazy and I know we said it last week, but she said that they, like, they were described so scary. She said they were made of rot and shadow and screams. That's I mean, disgusting. Next time anyone brings up, like, you know, how that she killed Andros, it should be like, listen, since the time I've been here, how many Faye has Tamlin killed? Because <laughs> he outnumbers me by a whole lot. Yeah, his, his kill count. The Tamlin kill count is, like, higher than Mulan at this point. <laughs> Take it out all the huns. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, I also wrote that they're hunting her like raptors. There's like three of them. I was like, this is Jurassic Park right. sitch. I I didn't feel as much tension during the chase scene as I wanted to feel. Really? Yes. I do, is it because you knew she was gonna get away? No. It's because I feel like I saw a few missed opportunities. Okay, sure. Like, there's at one point she, like, says, like, I have ten arrows, and it'll be nine once I release this one. And then there's never really followed up one. I even went back to check, and it's like, it would have been so good if she was, like, counting them. Counting down as she shot them, and, like, any missed shot. But then it was just, like, it became, I don't know. That's just, like, a really cool, it's like she, so, do you know the concept of Chekhov's gun in writing? No. Okay, so... Chekhov made this metaphor at one point about writing a story where it's like if you put if you point out there's a shotgun hanging on the wall at the first act someone has to take it down and use it mm-hmm. by the third act now mm-hmm. this isn't as big of a circumstance um as this right you know but as someone who's read a lot and has seen whether it's stories where people have to like count down the bullets in their gun or the arrows or the things it's like or their kills in Lord of the Rings. The specific number. number. Okay. I was like, oh, like, because you've made a slightly lower number with versus the number of Naga, where it's like any missed arrow and using an arrow to save the surreal was like a, an even more noble sacrifice. Right. So there's <sighs> five. So there were four Naga. Let's say she had five arrows and she right. has to use one to save the surreal. And if surreal. she misses any of them, then she has to like commit to hand to hand combat where she is greatly overpowered. 
I do want to point out she stabbed a Naga in the neck with Lucian's like, knife. Like, she did some cool <laughs> shit. She did. I just, I read that and I was like, oh, great. Are we going to have a countdown of the eras? And it didn't happen. So maybe it was me being too genre aware that mm. it didn't, and it didn't happen. I like I that. I was disappointed. No, I actually like that. I, I like that, that concept. I like the concept yeah. of the countdown. I think that's very, mm-hmm. that would have been very fun in this chase scene. But, I mean, I think the chase is not the most relevant part. Of no. That. It's the, this is the true as wolf, wolf rescue I told you one was coming. was coming. And I was like, here it is. And that's that's what happened here. It's the, this. I will say in her head, I loved the not like this, not like this, oh. not like this. Because I feel like I've been in those moments <laughs> where I'm just like, this is not, I don't want this happening right now. I really don't want mm. this happening. Never like life or death, but I've definitely I, been in those I moments. I also have a theory. I also write down my predictions. I'm going to save it towards predictions. I have a thought <laughs> okay. about this whole scene. S- Lucian, Serial, Serial, Naga, Tamlin Rescue. I have thoughts. You have thoughts. I have thoughts Wonderful. of what might be brewing under the surface. But Good. I'm going to save it for predictions. I can't wait for predictions because oh I'm going to keep my face stoic. Stoic. <laughs> you can try. I love that Tamlin gives her his shirt. He's like, here's my shirt, baby. Like, shirt off my back because your tunic is ripped. Like, how sweet. How sweet of him. How sweet. But I also do love that she killed some of the Naga herself. They you know? Like, no, it's not it a pure like rescue. She, no, it isn't. Like, she tried. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, she's, she, I wouldn't say she's, she's not holding her own. Right. But she's going down with a fight. Right. She's definitely going down with a fight. She is. I also found out that the Naga are part of various Asian religious traditions mm-hmm. and they're divine and semi-divine race of half human, half serpent beings that reside in the netherworlds. Okay. So they are scary. They're scary. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I picture them with like a weird snake-like face, like a Voldemort situation. I don't know. But yeah, the only etymology connection I had was the Beauty and the Beast. Wolf okay. scene. The wolf okay. scene. Other than the Naga being from right. this ancient tradition. Do you have a quote? Do you have a quote? Mm-hmm. I do have a quote. What's yours? I stared at our linked hands, both coated in blood that wasn't our own. I kind of unassuming compared to some of my others but i would not be hunted down like a deer among wolves mm, because she hunted a deer and a wolf yeah is yeah. that the connection you're making so it's just out to me. you're likening back to chapter one look yeah, at you it's called a reference it's called you a parallel a real narrative we're having a real book club right now we are this episode's wild <laughs> this is a real book Good. club happening i love it okay chapter 16 it's up to you all right chapter 16 I gave it the title debrief sesh. <laughs> I gave it what? Like it's hard. <laughs> Damn. I have literally written down her L was moment exclamation point. <laughs> what? Like it's hard. <laughs> I was like, girl, I love you. <laughs> that was a beautiful moment. Okay. So 16, we get some more of the best character named Alice. Alice She's being Alice, awesome. Alice, She's Alice. helping out. Um, I particularly liked a moment where she was like, listen, you should have just asked me because you're going to just bring the cereal a new robe. And it's just like, I'm, I'm getting into analysis other than chapter explanations. But it was like very like the old wives tale, like 
women have like a different knowledge of what to do or working class have a different knowledge of how to handle things. Yes. Illusion is a privileged baby. He's a dead chicken. He's a dead chicken baby. He doesn't know about the robe situation. Um, and then they, you know, so after Alice giving her a little bit of a talk down, she goes to like a dinner with Tamlin and Lucian. Of course, Lucian makes himself scarce at some point. And we find out some more history. We find out that Faye, some Faye fought with the humans back in this old war. And um, we find out about uh, her family and that their memories have been altered, which I did not call. Their memories have been altered about what happened to her and that they are indeed taken care of. Um, And then Feyre finally admits her love of painting. Made it to that point. Yay! <laughs> Feyre, you're taking ownership of your paint. I'm so proud of you. All right. So that's my summary. Was that accurate? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. I love Alice. Straight mm-hmm. shooter again. I love her. I love that Feyre is so 19. She's like, mm-hmm. you don't get me. You don't have a family. And Alice is like, I do have a like, fucking family. I'm like hundreds of years old. What do you mean? And I'm going to say, um, high Faye reproduction when they're like they've been married for a long time they only have like one or two kids it's very reminiscent to the world building of elves in lord of the rings where yes. it's like people elves live for the well they're immortal in lord of the rings mm-hmm. and they they don't have a very high sex drive and they get married and they have a couple of kids and they're just like whatever right they don't have lots of kids they just have two or three one two three and then that's it for their whole lifespan. I looked this up as well. And it's part of the reason in a lot of fairy lore that fairies steal baby, human babies. Oh. Um, and then they breed with like humans to like create more babies because humans can ha- can breed more than fairies can. Mm. So I was like, that's very interesting. And I'm glad you bring it back to elves because elves are more like high fae. Although these high fae sex drives are going to be the room. Right. right. <laughs> Eventually. <be> different. <laughs> but no, I uh, like that because I didn't think about that. You're right. It does sound a lot like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I mean, if you just like watch the movie or whatever, you might not pick it up, but I'm mm. a In the nerd. Book, I'm for a nerd. sure. I'm a nerd, nerd, nerd who full knows the details. Nerd, where it's like, nerd. how do elves, what is considered old for an elf in Lord of the Rings? What, how do they, how Galadriel. Do they have? Galadriel's like, how, old. Relations, like, Isn't that a name of an elf? Like, yeah, Galadriel, the queen of Lothlorien. The blonde one? Yeah, Kate Blanchett oh, yeah. herself. Blanchett? Wouldn't you say Blanchett? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know about Ellis. I don't know about actresses. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. Um, yeah, I put we learn about the aging of fairy children. I really mm-hmm. like that, that they are 75 and still young. I do see that in a lot of, like, immortal in fantasy or supernatural. If it's like someone's immortal, that they're aging. It's a you hit, slower. You hit an aging, you hit, like, an aging stop hard stop at like hot 27 right well, just <laughs> also that it takes longer i mean that's no i would say hot 32 it takes longer and i mean honestly humans our childhood takes longer than a lot of like other animals other sure mammals. giraffes are walking in like 0.5 seconds right but the reason well not the reason but it, as a consequence humans are able to gain a lot more knowledge in the time they are growing up. So that's True. why there's an advancement of humans over other, other mammals. Right. It's also why monogamy is more required. Because somebody's got to stay with the idiot baby. Yeah, for a long period of time. <laughs> there's an idiot child for a very long time. Stay with the dummy. needs to be cared for until they're at least 
26 and have to go off your health insurance. <laughs> I was going to say like eight, but okay, 26 on health insurance. That's the problem. My response was funnier. That is funnier. That's the problem with American health insurance. <laughs> we don't have universal health care. Canada, help us. Um, I also wrote down the robe thing, and I tried to look up robes and like giving someone a robe and obviously the house elves from harry potter come up but then also it was like thinking about the bible and is it elijah with like the prediction of the wet robe versus what what if what if it's it's just just this particular cereal alice is like she loves she just wants a new robe i want to know how many (laughs) just a gossip session like she just wants a new robe that's all she wants also she's like are you one of the cereal because we run into this surreal again and again throughout the series. Mm. Um, are there more? Is there one per area? What? Mm. I'm confused about it. Marjorie, give me your perspective later. But yeah, I don't know. I also thought of Perseus getting the golden wool robe mm. that, that he has to do at some point. I was like, but what, what's the robe thing? Maybe you're right. Maybe she just wants to. Here's a less violent sacrifice that you could use you don't have to use a trap you don't have to use it's just like i think it's i don't know if it's referencing anything in particular Mm. or if it's like let's just turn this on its head and represent those quote-unquote old wives tales where there is a home remedy there is an other way well let's non-violent way or less of a fighting way to do this let's see what uh Feyre decides to do to catch the surreal in the future who knows maybe she listens to alice maybe she's a stupid 19 year old and doesn't also marjorie fairies can lie were you because we had a conversation about this earlier on part of me is disappointed because i like that lore and i like that how it intertangles with how they talk to you and how they trick you sure things you're gonna lie you're just like a boring human with superpowers like okay um but i did put a little star next to this where tamlin says we never willingly lied to you what the fuck is that supposed to be hang on to that question <laughs> hang on to that question oh that'll come back and bite you right in the butt i'm so glad oh you asked that um yeah we never willingly lied to you so they're like subverting the truth in some way yes but willingly like do there, are there lies that they have to keep? Are there lies that they're magically compelled to keep? I can't tell you these things. I know you can't tell me, but I'm saying them. I'm making the shruggy emoji <laughs> with my body. Girl, I know it means that. Now I know it's important. God. <clears throat> it is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we got the what? Like, it's hard movement. Oh, yeah. He's so... He is so impressed with her that she not only killed Naga, but also snared Asuriel. And I think this is the first time that Tamlin smirks at her because he is actually impressed instead of trying to make himself impressed. I think he's been trying to be nice, like awkward smile, and it Uh just doesn't work. And now he's like, huh oh okay okay girly you can like, really I see you <laughs> you killed my wolf but now you killed people i don't like so now you're a fine murderer whatever right whatever man uh i think it's a really really cute interaction we have he took the words out of the trash can again we have words like slain which make mm-hmm. no sense um you know you he's like fuck your sisters which is exactly what we were saying earlier they don't appreciate you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yes of course i'd go to war on your behalf we find out he wasn't 
quite old enough to fight in the last war. No. So he's under 500 years old. He's under 500 years old. <laughs> he wasn't old enough, but he says, I would have. So it makes me think he was like part of a family or had someone important in his development that was on that side of things. Or was against it and he hates them. One well, or the other. One or the other. Whatever. One or the other. One or the other. Um, and then he altered their memories. Do Farah's kind of pissed about that. Would you be pissed? I mean, it is a, like a bit of a violation of. I uh, think so too. People. I think it's a violation, but I'd rather them forget I exist altogether than be worried about me. Sure, but they didn't forget she exists altogether. Oh, they, they think she's with that Norris. She's somewhere else. <laughs> That's not the real aunt, but she's with a and family I mean, member. I guess it gives like a sense of peace of mind mm-hmm. to them. So it's like there's some ways it's nice, but it's some ways it's like. It's the age-old, like, philosophical, ethical question. It's like, is the truth better or is peace not knowing the true thing better for someone? Yeah. And what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the quote? I don't know what the quote is. Wait. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance, yes. Yes, that's the quote. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is bliss. That's what we're kind of going with here, that Tamlin is assuming if they don't know, they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Feyre is like, that's kind of fucked up that you think you can just mess with people's brains yeah so that's an interesting uh Mm -hmm. development i think and then of course the gallery there's a gallery finally finally we have our library our our library (laughs) moment it was much more delayed than i anticipated we thought it was going to be the study i thought it wasn't the study that's okay you had a good prediction that that's what it it was going to be true eventually it did it did come true It was interesting. She had to admit it, and I think it shows a level of comfort or understanding or respect of Tamlin that she's able to do that at this point. She Now that he has saved her, now that they've had dinner and Lucian has made himself scarce, so they've kind of had dinner alone Mm -hmm. for the first time, this is a new, real trust that they have now created. Yeah, it's like, okay, there's something sweet. Or all those guys. There must be something there that wasn't there before. I do want to point out, though, when he found out about the cereal and the naga, it says his claws shot out, clipping his face. Dude, put your Wolverine hands away. If you're going to cut your own face open. It's a little wild. That, that was crazy to me. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. He does heal himself, but I was like, okay, buddy. That's nuts. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, calm down. Um, okay. Maybe do some like meditation. <laughs> Tamlin, meditate, baby. Keep those mm-hmm. balls in. Okay, you have a quote? Um I didn't have a lot of quotes this chapter. This one was hard for me to find. I don't know. I guess if we can go with a is it supposed to be hard? <laughs> can we go with that one? Is it supposed to be hard? I put the quote because this again with the reading thing, this is very personal to me. She said, I don't want your pity. Mm. Pity is my least favorite emotion. I hate giving it. I hate getting it. Don't pity me. That makes me feel silly and Mm -hmm. little. Yeah. And I think that Feyre doesn't. And Feyre is not the character in this series I relate to the most. But I was like, damn, girl. That moment got you. That moment got me. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's talk literary. At one point. She says, I know it's shameful to mark the books with ink. Is that shameful? I know you're doing it currently, but that's not something you normally do. This is the first time I've ever really done it, is mm-hmm. I've been writing in this book. Um, 
it's a it's a matter of contention within the writing community. I know. Do you write in your books? Do you dog ear your pages? And my I typically don't do either of those things, but I think if it is a book that personally you own, you can do whatever the heck you want with it. If it is a book that someone has lent to you or a book in a library, <laughs> Thera, no. We don't you write are in them? not. You don't write in shared books. Mm-hmm. That is my line. It is a matter of personal taste with books you own. It is something you should not do. You should not write or dog ear pages in books that like a friend has lent you or you have gotten from like a library. That is my rule of law that I think is sensible i think that's a sensible rule because i think there are some people who would say you don't write in any book yeah there are people that are like oh my god you write your books why are you defacing it but then there's also people who just don't think it's a big deal and dog ear pages in like library books or write or underline things in library books and i'm like or books that they borrow from their friends and i'm like stop it yeah don't do that they dog ear the pages and then they leave them all dog-eared and then return it and so i'm like First of all, you damaged all these pages. Second of all, what you expected me to go through and like undog ear all of them before I reshelved them? Yeah, do you rewind, have to do that? Rewind, rewind. I don't yeah. have to do it, but somebody, somebody does. Has somebody to do it. Does it eventually. <laughs> yeah, and then I also just like I really like I said at the top, I forgot the lack of characters towards the beginning of this book. It makes you, although it makes me, I started to love Lucian. I love Alice. I trust Tamlin. I think sometimes you need a narrow cast of characters when you're starting out because it can get overwhelming. It does. Sometimes I read books where I'm like, I have to like close my eyes and shake my head because I'm like, I don't remember who that is. Yeah, exactly. And so especially because there's so much new stuff. There's a whole new world. There's a whole new circumstance. There's so many mysteries. It's okay. There's a number of characters. You know, you have... I mean, you have the family back home, you have the protagonist, you have the contentious love interest, you have the person you bicker with, you have the, the last maid, you have a bunch of monster fairies with their own personalities. And a million different courts. And a million different courts. Things, and there's an in-universe reason why there's not other people there, mm-hmm. or not an abundance of other people there. And so it kind of keeps it in this intimate moment. I agree. I agree. I just, like, I had forgotten because we're only going four chapters at a time, and I've never read four chapters of this book and then stopped (laughs) ever in my life. Um, Okay. Okay. So let's talk about predictions. Oh, predictions. Um, Some of these I hinted at. So a lot of Haifei have some inter-squabbling due to borders. Sure. And you know what? In the first episode, you told me hot or cold, and you haven't been doing that. So hot or cold. Does it have to be due to borders? There is inter... It is hot that there is inter-court squabbling. Yes. Okay. Hot. But maybe not for the reasons I think. Some of it's borders. Yes, but not all of it. Okay. This, this one is just a far-out theory that I think would be cool, but it is how I interpreted the events. If, even if it's not in the book explicitly, it's going to be in my head canon. Okay. Lucian sent Feyre to the surreal as a high stakes matchmaking venture with tamlin mm. so my theory is because first of all like why would he do it otherwise other than he wants her to get information and also he wants her to get herself in danger because he knows there's other monsters maybe he thinks he can handle the cereal but knows there's other monsters are going to be attracted to all this bullshit 
And I think he was thinking, I need to move this thing along. So if I, because that's why, why didn't he come and rescue her? He was going to be riding in that area of the woods this afternoon. All you had to do was scream. Well, you didn't show up, Lucian. Who did? Tamlin. Tamlin, who you also knew was in the forest. So you said, I'm going to set, I'm going to, she came here. Opportunity. I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to send her to the cereal with my info. She's going to get herself in trouble. She's going to scream because I told her I'll come and help her. But then it's Tamlin who's going to save her and it's going to be, oh, lovey, dovey, dovey, dovey stuff. And if it fails and she dies, well, that's one less problem in my hair. I think that is my I story think there, there are pieces of that that are hot <laughs> and there are pieces of that that are cold. Okay. But, but the, a large variety of that I think is hot. Okay. And again, like... a lot of it is not explicitly stated. But it is implied, implied at some point that a lot of that is hot. Okay. Um, so the king of this fairy island. Highburn. Highburn. Ireland. Is behind a lot of our problems. Is he the big bad of the overall story? Question mark. That's all. That's what I got. That's what I got. I'm not commenting on the Highburn. <laughs> Highburn. I'm not going to comment on Highburn. I mean, obviously, he's going to be a a problem but he's a player is he the main problem or is he just is he the big bad is he the end boss or is he just like the The level yeah is he the big bad or is he just like the boss level like that's what i need to know i love it i think that's for these are great predictions thank you very much Mm -hmm. um i okay ratings ratings yeah but i have a question first okay how 100 percent accurate on a scale of one to 75 or or coded do you think everything the surreal said is like does the surreal have to be 100 percent accurate i think coming from fairy lore everything is true in a way if indeed someone actually has to tell the truth of this situation okay so if so on a scale from one to 75 why how <laughs> i can make it one to 73 if you don't shut your mouth <laughs> why how accurate is the surreal on a scale of one to ten <laughs> seven okay the surreal's got a 70 percent. so somebody calculate what is 70 percent of 75 let's rate okay okay i'm gonna start with my fives i'm giving five large mural murals to lucian for having a pop in bedroom <laughs> So popping. All right. I'm giving five ash arrows to Feyre for having her L Woods moment. Good. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. I am giving one arrow through the eye to the Naga for not being able to outrun a human on their own turf. Mm. I'm giving five new robes to Alice for being the best character again. <laughs> again. I'm so glad that She's Alice like one is seed here. And I'm like, I love her. I absolutely love her. Good old Alice. She's That's a treat. It. She's That's a treat. It. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Send Hopefully this is enlightening. Send all of your hate to her story on the rocks at gmail.com. <laughs> That's our mother podcast. Uh What's it called? Our podcast station, mother podcast station. Uh, our next chapters will be 17, 18, 19, 20. We're going to get through chapter 20. How many pages is that? It's going to be quite a bit. It's going to hopefully get us to something so happening. the end of 20. Okay. Oh, well, 20. That's a short chapter. Yeah. Okay. So that's a page. That's about 40 In the pages. paperback, it's on what page to what page? It's page 149 to 188. In the paperback. So... 
Here we go, everyone. Welcome. Nope. <laughs> Goodbye from a pod of mass and methods. I'm the madness. I don't know where the madness came in. Well, I just keep saying it. <laughs> You're the madness. I'm the methods. Okay. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. We're a sister podcast to Her Story on the Rocks, independently produced by 1986 Entertainment and proudly recorded in Baltimore, Maryland. Join us in the Massiverse by reading along each week. All of our contacts and socials are available on herstoryontherocks.com. See you next week.